0: We live in a fast-paced and hectic world where it's easy to feel overwhelmed, stressed, and out of control. How do you manage all the competing pressures without losing sense of yourself? How do you stay focused enough to not only plot a path, but follow it? Welcome to Master Your Life, a show that offers inspiration, insight, and intelligence, as well as success stories from many walks of life that can show you how you can control your own destiny. Our knowledgeable and entertaining host and her guests give practical advice that you can use every day in the quest to master your life. Now, here's your host, Leah Mattinson.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's show. I'm host Leah Mattinson. It's my absolute delight and pleasure to uh, welcome you each one of you here today. I'm so glad that you're all here tuning in from wherever you are in this beautiful planet that we live on. Uh, I'm joined by my wonderful guest this week, Steve Scholl. Steve, how are you today?
2: I'm doing well. Thank you for having me.
1: Thank you for coming along for the ride on Master Your Life. We're talking today about great companies that are providing awesome solutions in the world. And many people might not be familiar with your company, Steve. So I wanted to give the spotlight uh, to Community Shield and uh, really for people to get an understanding of where Community Shield arose from and what it is that you're trying to create in this time of uncertainty. So welcome to to the stage, Steve. And can you just dive in right with who is Community Shield?
2: Of course, so um, my partner, Chris Miser, and I, uh, business partner, um, we've always had philanthropic um, focuses in our lives um, uh, as part of our business and personal lives. And um, over a year ago, when COVID started hitting, we sat down and started to map out some things we could do to help. And we were dealing with a lot of unknown things then that we know now that we did not know then. but, you know, we really wanted to help. We had some resources we could, both uh, time and some money, we could devote to this. So um, we started with supplying some masks to some hospital districts where we could find them, and you know they were running out. It was very simple and focused, but we wanted to expand it. So just kept working on it and looking at um, areas in which we could plug holes or create little supply chains. Started local in our area with some medical clinics and doctors and whoever needed, you know, we try to source it and get that for them. Um, uh, and moving through that process, that expanded into uh, several different areas. Uh, of course, now we're sitting here a year later. We know a lot more about COVID, the pandemic, which hopefully is subsiding here. I understand it's not. Uh, it's actually uh, pretty severe and growing in other parts of the world. Um, We, we have expanded our focus to worldwide issues, helping um, underserved communities and underserved countries with things like PPE, with testing, with vaccine, um, uh, some therapeutics that have shown promise in um, treating symptoms of COVID, not curing it, but mitigating those symptoms, which is the most important part, which is that you survive it. Um, So that's, that's a, that's it in a nutshell, how we've expanded it and where we see the real focus, which is um, now translating away from the United States quite a bit and into those other underserved countries. And of course, we have, uh, you know, Mexico right near us here. I'm in in Southern California. Uh, You know, things like the Philippines, India, uh, Bahrain, a lot of these companies are Countries are struggling and we really are looking at ways and working with them to help their issues as well.
1: And so how did you get your start um, in, like, where did you guys come from that you just got together and went, I think we can give some solutions to these um, worldwide, really complex health problems that, were, mm-hmm. that came up all of a sudden?
2: Well, um, so my partner and I, we run a private equity hedge fund. And, uh, that's given us exposure to some worldwide resources, uh, and contacts. So having those contacts, we were in a good position to use that and leverage, uh, both people and, uh, uh, some monetary resources to expand out, uh, into the areas where we could. I mean, we're just doing a small, our small part, of course. Uh, there are, there are others like us as well, you know, people who want to help. Um, and, uh, so, so that's that was our base, and we've been in business um, in that uh, in financing for over twenty five years. So we have a lot of contacts we've developed over that period of time worldwide.
1: Right, excellent. I love that. So it's like you you saw a need, and you went, "How do we fill it with what we know?" Essentially.
2: Exactly. Yes.
1: Yeah. Awesome. And so what's the mission now? Like what the mission then sounds like it was very immediate. Like we need to get together and fill some, you know, patch some of the holes and help where we can, mm-hmm. um, boots on the ground, as I like to call it meals to the field,
2: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> I, I like that.
1: get it happening, get it happening. Mm-hmm. But so, so a year later, or a little bit more than a year later, what what's changed in your mission? Do you, do you think that it's, um, expanded a little bit or clarified a bit more?
2: I think I think both. I think that expansion had to happen uh, over a period of several months or almost a year for us to understand what was out there, what it meant. Was it real? I mean, unfortunately, we have a lot of um, uh, people and products out there that are trying to take advantage of people. Um, you know, we've heard horror stories of countries buying vaccines that were just salt water, and you know, they thought they were getting vaccine. I mean. These are extreme cases, but unfortunately, that's out there. Um, and and it, it does give all of us pause when we're trying to help, you know, both on who we're trying to help and with us, just to make sure everything's appropriate. So that expansion brought us in a lot of information. Now, I do believe we're in the phase of um, uh, focusing on some real effective products that we've been able to uncover and understand how they can potentially affect not only COVID, of course, because that's always the immediate health issue on everyone's mind worldwide. But now how do we deal with it from a health perspective when COVID's still here, but it's no longer a pandemic? Maybe it's just like the flu, it's always going to be here, or the common cold. We haven't cured that yet. It's always here. And um, you know, how do how do we you know, live better, live more effectively and more safely moving forward. So it's been a positive and very innovative experience. Um, And the real testament to that, and we had nothing to do with this, of course, but the whole vaccine uh, worldwide effort to create a vaccine in such a short period of time was a massive, very positive undertaking. So whether you believe in vaccine or not, you know, I'm not I'm not saying one way or the other, but I'm saying you see what we can do as a world when we really need to uh, to try to come up with solutions to the problem. So we've identified and are focusing more on those solutions that matter most. And it is transitional, but hopefully we got rid of a lot of the um, went through a lot of the information and, and picked out the best of the best that we can now uh, spend more time on.
1: Yeah, I like that you referenced that, you know, we've had flus around and colds around forever and we haven't necessarily resolved those things. You know, again, I'll go back to the farm girl analogy and that, uh, Mm. you know, raised on the farm is that you expected that you and you were it was almost insisted that you be exposed to um what would be train theory. (laughs) So it's like Mm -hmm. where you live, you're going to uptake a lot of, you know, things that are going to challenge your immune system, but that's actually how you upgrade your immune system. And so it was very natural and normal uh, to, you know, to be coming upon a normal seasonal flu, maybe even twice a year because that's how these things migrate across the planet. So that is very pro nature. Those are natural, uh, phenomenons, natural occurrences. And that, What your focus now seems to be a year later is that there is more of a looking at these natural approaches to health and wellness, whether that's building immunity, um, you know, handling things that are more complex, uh, which I think is a really cool migration going from being that whole fear, how are we going to deal with all of this um, stuff to more calming down and going, all right, what are the things that are actually working and how can people build Um, good health, uh, which again is a completely new thing for people to think about. People have been managing a state of illness for a very long period of time, uh, Mm -hmm. but not really focused on, on health. And, and so have you seen that transition happen over the past few months, Steve?
2: I have. And, you know, first from a personal basis, um, in looking at all of my experiences in the last year plus, Mm -hmm you know, it really comes down to one thing. I mean, we can talk about biocides that clean everything and keep your counters uh, safe for 30 days. The UV lights, which kill everything, including you, if you're not careful. Right. <laughs> but it kills everything. <laughs> um, you know, all these things and all these ideas and all these substances and all, everybody's got a different cake on it. And what it really comes down to with we as humans is really one thing. And, and it's so simple, but so true is that when we live in this world we have literally hundreds of millions maybe more of microbes that are trying to kill us and we've got our immune system i mean if you think about it that's it and that is where the rubber meets the road that is where the fight takes place all these other things have started to become nice um and appropriate additions and helpful things around us that can minimize a few things here and there. But when you get down to it, no matter what you surround yourself with, unless you're the boy in the bubble, you're going to have to have a good immune system to fight all these things off. That's what it comes down to in every case worldwide. And and you know, and that and, and that's really kind of my focus now is that and and our company's focus because Without that, you've really got nothing. Nothing else really helps you. Right.
1: So how does, how does the name Community Shield tie to that
2: immunity? Well, uh, good question. Let me think about that. Um, so Community Shield was based, its name is that of protecting the community. Mm-hmm. And now if you take that to the step one step further, it's helping protect the individuals in the community. And the immune system is that method of protection. Um, in the end, uh, in the end of the investigation, that is the, answer, the, the right answer.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So that's, that's, where, that's how we're focused. Um, and we're not completely focused on that, but I would say at the 90% level, because that's kind of where everything led us. Uh, no matter what, it all led us there. You wash your hands for what reason? You know, to get rid of bad stuff on your hand that could overwhelm your immune system because it's not bulletproof. It's not bulletproof for anyone, but we should all give ourselves the chance to be as strong as possible within within the capabilities.
1: Yeah. And I love this, um, like the analogy, when I heard the name Community Shield, I was thinking, you know, I had this like knights in shining armor sort of Feeling about it. It's like, what does it actually mean? You know, people get up. Well, that's
2: me. I am that knight in shining armor. That's what that's about. But go ahead. I mean, didn't mean anything. I, I
1: know. So everyone is like, watch the video. Steve really is the knight in shining armor. <laughs> Look, oh, there went his horse, his trusty. There you Steve. go. There you go. But it, it's funny. I'm, and we're saying it tongue in cheek, but that was my, mm-hmm. honestly, my first response when I thought, community shield, that sounds like a great. Uh, name for somebody that is protecting you. And when you're feeling not protected, that's exactly Mm. what you want is you want yourself to be shielded. And uh, so for me, that made complete sense. But I know it's Mm. also used in, you know, UK soccer. So the the as as the first match of, you know, some sort of season of open open league soccer, but uh, that's why it's important to actually talk about what this community shield is and for there to be recognition um, that it's actually this company that's formed as a result of really good guys getting together going, hey, how can we actually help Johnny on the spot, as I like to say, (laughs) Johnny on the spot with these things that we can see our needs right here right now? How can Mm -hmm. we take those things to the people on the front line that are in need that we have in our coffers and get people help right now? And so Mm -hmm. one of the things with the, um, the other businesses that you support is that you're looking at how do you expedite the solution to real people, Johnny on the spot, so that it's fast, it's things that people can do to change their immunity quickly.
0: Are you COVID immune? The immune response protects us from viruses. And people with strong immune systems kill the virus. And people with weak immune systems, well, get killed by the virus. Quadramune boosts good immunity while suppressing bad immunity. And Quadramune can help to activate immunity, suppress inflammation, protect your lungs, and more. So protect you and your family with Quadramune. Get yours today at MasterYourLife.ca.
1: Let's talk about India a little bit, because I think that this is an interesting case in point right now, because they do have an exploding, uh, you know, reality of what's going on over there of a lot of people having very poor immunity and very poor access to resources. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you say to them? Or how are you helping uh, them to transition this time, Steve? do you have some stories or intel?
2: Yes, well, Intel will have to talk about offline, but uh, ah, the uh nice. yes you know it's it's certainly difficult. you have such a volume of people you have a an, an underdeveloped infrastructure mm-hmm. to deal with it uh, you know not necessarily um, the best conditions of sanitation uh, all those things go into making it a really difficult situation. Mm-hmm. Um, we have been in contact with several of the um People there, influential people, and talk to them about uh, using some of the products that help with the cytokine storm in people's lungs. Again, making trying to improve survivability in their population. Um, I know that they they have trouble, as I've heard, even getting vaccine out to uh, enough people quickly. And India, of course, is the largest vaccine manufacturer in the world, and they've stopped all exports of vaccines from India to any other country until they get this problem under control. So the difficulty there, of course, is getting the vaccines out quickly enough and getting, anything, getting any other therapeutic out quickly enough to make a difference. The good things about therapeutics uh, as they're waiting for vaccinations to improve is that therapeutics can be loaded in the back of a pickup truck. Uh, most of them come in liquid or pill form that are not temperature sensitive. So you can get this out pretty quickly where you don't have to rely on someone to give a shot or to give two shots. You don't have to rely on, um, uh, medical personnel, um, two times if it's, if it's a two, two shot regimen, you can just start distributing and have them start taking those pills immediately. Um, so that's the, that's the area that, that we're trying to help at this point. Um, you know some PPE we can help with, although they seem to be um, very well connected with that, so that's not so much a an area where we can help. So we're concentrating on those therapeutics for them.
1: Right. So let's dive into the therapeutics. Um, because and again, people think they have to wait until they have some sort of a a jab, and that's not necessarily the case in order to um, create natural immunity. And um, mm-hmm. so so right now in canada i think the population of people that have taken the jab is 50% and so we're we're kind of at this split and i know there's lots of people asking me what is it i do to stay healthy what is it i do to stay well and you know the bastion of of health and wellness i i haven't been sick with anything for almost 20 years nothing so wow, i you know have you. yeah so i'll have these little things <laughs> that kind of float through my I'll feel like a sniffle for whatever, a couple hours, and then it passes. Mm. Uh, But the reason is, is I've been very focused on natural immunity for a very long time. And that said, uh, I know that people can build natural immunity. I was really excited, really excited about the products that uh, Therapeutic Solutions and you guys um, brought to my attention because it's the first time I've ever seen evidence. um, Patents have been taken out uh, where where these things can have such a dramatic improvement, caused such a dra- dramatic improvement in people's um, physiology, their biology, their mental state. Um, mm. I myself have been taking them for quadrumune for about a month and a half now. I think anyone who gets on a webinar with me would say, you look 10 years younger, right, Steve? <laughs>
2: I was going to say 15. Don't sell yourself short. Oh,
1: 15 years younger. I know better Better lighting this time around. But all, and all, all joking aside, though, uh, I feel great. And so I think that when I was already feeling pretty good, that to feel mm-hmm. even better is saying something and that, uh, that uh, really people are looking for al- alternatives and people who are listening to this show to master your life are looking for ways to master their life and going, mm-hmm. how do I actually create uh, a biology that is well functioning, cognition that is excellent, you know, executive functioning that is spot on. Uh, I don't want to be addicted to a bunch of things. And I, I want to keep my own personal physiology, uh, you know, to myself. And so how do I do that? And through these nutraceutical um, products that you guys brought to my attention is a very real way of impacting health and wellness Really quickly, very, very quickly. So can you talk about um, just how you see the, I know you don't like to get into the science of the therapeutics, but some mm-hmm. stories about what you've seen from, from your vantage point.
2: Well, um, and I think we discussed this in another interview. We t- we, when we started researching uh, therapeutic solutions uh, for investment, Mm -hmm. Uh, we started you know we we found very interesting things with you know it started with the blood test that could predict um, suicide which is uh, in and of itself separate from this conversation but also a major part of our society um, Mm -hmm. uh, a problem so that's ongoing and that's what got our attention initially and then we started to look at other patents that therapeutic had uh, filed and then we we took that into the um, uh, clinical trials that they um, conducted, all of which are on government websites. So there's no uh, there's no fluff here. I mean, this is uh, real data, mm-hmm. uh, which of course, as investors, that's what we're looking for is real verifiable data, real intellectual property, things that really work because that's what's really going to sell and really going to help people. About half of our investments are in pharma, biomedical products, innovative ways to, to do new things that are sustainable. Um, that's where we focus about half our investment dollars in the fund. So we have familiarity in biomedical devices and products and, you know, new innovative processes, etc. So, you know, having that focus and interest, um, this really piqued our interest because uh, a company like Therapeutic Solutions checks all the boxes. They have They, they, they see results. They take them into uh, a a higher level of uh, clinical trial. They patent it. They issue press releases to get the word out. They've got everything there. Uh, and visiting their facilities, of course, it's top class people, top class equipment, uh, high attention paid to not non contamination clean rooms, et cetera, et cetera. Everything is done perfectly. And they, they insist on that has to be exactly perfect. So, you know, in going through all of our due diligence, we saw just uh, irrefutable evidence of uh, people being helped. Um, You know, and again, this is not just a one trick pony, if you will, it's, um, it it helps in, um, you know, brain, brain injuries, it helps in diabetes, it helps in a couple of cancers, you know, we're not saying It helps in all cancers, but we've looked at only two that it does make a difference in. We do see differences. Um, And then some of the effects of COVID, again, we're not curing COVID, but some of those effects, it actually is very instrumental. And this is proven by blood tests and the amount of NK cells uh, that are uh, generated and focused, you know, that have been proven by blood tests. That help your immune system then go and do what it's made to do, and that's fight things. So, and as Tim Dixon uh, says in his interview, it's it doesn't just make it build it up; it's to upregulate or downregulate to put it in the in the position it needs to be. And that's what it is, because if you over, if it's overregulating, then you start to get into some of these autoimmune diseases where your immune system, just because it's so strong, is attacking your own body. So that's really the key. And that, those are the areas that and that those nuances are uh, what, well, number one, made me start taking it because I certainly don't take everything we invest in. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'd be spending my day taking pills. But, but, you know, I just found this to be so unique in this industry. Um, and everyone I've talked to, everyone I've talked to that's taken it, uh, certainly we have a lot of... Um, medical professionals we have access to from over the years where we've done uh, transactions with them or invested with them. And, you know, we took it to many of those medical professionals at some top name universities and they looked at it and said, you know, it looks, it looks good to them. So we just found nothing negative about the product, the results, um, the uh, underlying scientific evidence. We found no negatives uh, it just was all pointing to a very positive result. And then as you, you know, I've taken it for about six months um, and, you know, I I noticed many differences in, in my life, you know, nothing dramatic, uh, but, you know, feel better, sleep at night, my knees don't hurt, you know, all those little things that were kind of naggy things that, you know, whether it was caused from inflammation or immune system deficiencies or Balances, different balances that are now obviously back in, in more closely balanced the way they need to be.
1: And that was without changing any of your other lifestyle factors, Steve. Correct. Yeah. Cause but I think very, that's
2: very set in my ways. It's hard to change.
1: <laughs> Once an alligator hunter, always an alligator. That's right.
2: Hunter. That's right.
1: <laughs> the tiger tamer. That's right. Yes, sir. Yes, exactly. So, uh, I think that it's a, a very interesting idea for people to kind of think about the amount of vetting that's been done, um, because in clinical studies and trials and all that, you know, things get shut down pretty quickly when the science doesn't compute Uh, at this level of, you know, expectancy for you to be able to change how your body is functioning. Um, Mm -hmm. But in my experience over the past, you know, decades of, you know, trying different things out, a lot of the science and research just wasn't there to back it up. And so there was a lot of trial and error uh, that ended up with me spending a lot of money and not getting really any results. And therefore, Mm -hmm. I didn't really want to promote anything until now. And then when I used to go, was reading the patents and stuff, I went, honestly, people have to know about this because uh, the, sh- the show exists because, uh, you know, we have this neurological disease in the family, Huntington's disease, and my d- heart's desire is for people's neurology to be well, because I can see what uh, the downside is to all of this neuro- neurological malfunction. Mm-hmm. Because there's many things that are bad, you know. So depression, suicide ideation, anxiety—it's like having post-traumatic stress disorder. It's been described as having uh, multiple personality disorder, Alzheimer's, cancer, and Parkinson's all at the same time, and yeah. and so that is all brain inflammation, brain and body inflammation. So mm-hmm. when this uh, product came, these products came across my radar, uh, and the studies. I was absolutely gobsmacked going, you've got to be kidding me. It's what you've got to be kidding me. You can actually take this and this is what's going to happen because that uh, has been like absolutely in my mind and in my research, not evidence anywhere else. So again, very excited to bring your um, community shield and all the products that you're bringing forward onto the show and onto the stage to give a platform for people who are really looking for some alternatives To How do I take back my health and wellness? You know, you can go for coaching, you can go for counseling, you can have been on medication, you could be seeing a psychiatrist, a psychologist, you know, all of these things, and still not getting any results in your life. And it's because you've got brain problems, typically. Mm -hmm. Anything from anything from addictions, uh, to self harm, uh, to and the list goes on and on. Uh, But failing, generally failing in life is caused from brain inflammation, and to, uh, to have products that you can take, and that you can tell a difference in a very short period of time, you can test them on yourself. Uh, you know, so that you become your own human laboratory of going, well, how does this make me feel better? So even if it's something to your point, Steve, that it's your knees feel a little bit better. For some people, that's huge. Like they can't get up and play yes. with their grandchildren. Like I mm-hmm. can't even imagine that not being able to get up and, and play actively with the grandkids. I was with the, on the trampoline this weekend with my uh, two grandsons and yeah, and they're all their little neighborhood friends having a blast. I'd never be able to do that. If my joints were hurting like you just, so your, your, your uh, mobility and your enjoyment in life is, Mm -hmm. you know, affected by not having good health. And uh, a lot of people couldn't see a way to having good health, you know, without spending, uh, you know, hundreds of dollars of money going to the gym, getting expensive gym memberships, paying for training, going on crazy fad diets Um, You know, the list goes on and on. So when you've got something, that's why I asked you, did you change anything in your lifestyle Mm -hmm. to actually get that result? (laughs) He said, no, it's like, okay, this is important. Um, Because again, a lot of people have this misnomer, this misinformation idea that they need to change something else in order to feel well, and you don't necessarily need to by having uh, this level of product um, at your availability so I just wanted yes. to highlight that, I guess. Yes, highlight that. So, do you have plans on trying any of your other of your own other products in the near future? Are you just happy with the Quadrumune? And
2: well, you know, uh, I'm kind of a cautious individual by nature. Mm-hmm. So um, the answer is yes, but I, um, it's hard to let go of the Quadrumune, right? I mean, so I need to understand better is it a combination or is it instead of, I don't, I don't have that answer today mm-hmm. for me um, answer might be different for different people. Right. Uh, I, I, I know other people that take um, quadrimune, nano still and uh pro-juvenile all. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you asked me a very key question. Did I change anything else? So I want to understand for me, you know, taking, for example, nano still being with Quadrimune
0: mm-hmm.
2: or instead of Quadrimune and and see how that works, uh, and find some combinations that are potentially better for me. Um, I feel so good now; uh, I, it's kind of hard for me to imagine anything doing things much better. I'm the same as you now. I can't claim the 20 years, but I can certainly claim the last couple of years mm-hmm. um, as uh, you know having no sniffles or just things go away in a day. Um, but again, I, I'm going back to my little mantra that we talked about a few minutes ago, which is I kind of view my, everything is kind of a little battle going on in my head, which is all those microbes out there that I can't see, feel, or touch, which is always very unsettling for me. And then having that um, that armor, if you will, Mm -hmm. which is the immune system so um but yeah i definitely want to try other things um you know i love projuvenile the anti-aging aspect of that it's like do i get how much do i have to take to get it to reverse (laughs) right (laughs) don't know but i'll let you guys know i have a special report on that but um yeah i mean you know and aging is kind of interesting in that You know, when people say age is just a number, I mean, if you feel like you did when you were thirty, when you're sixty, you know, that's what it's all about, right? And so, and then, and then during that process, if you can, if you can mitigate those these symptoms and problems uh, at all, I mean, that's such a gift. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes, a gift that you give to yourself and to your family. Yes, Yes.
2: absolutely. And and from our standpoint you know, we feel it's important enough that, you know, we invested not only in the company, our time, but, you know, I mean, we're, we're taking it ourselves. I mean, this is not just something that we're, you know, this is good for you. This is good for us. We're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my partner in Viveris, uh, Chris Meiser, he takes, he takes a couple of the things and, uh, you know, he has a, he has, um, uh, and I'll let you talk to him about it specifically. But he has, uh, you know, things, you know, painful things, you know, joints and things. And, and uh, he had neck injuries. He's heavy into black, uh, black arts, martial arts. <laughs> he has a black belt in martial arts. <laughs> Cut that part. <laughs> Whoops. Did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. Um, so he has a black belt in martial arts. So he has, you know, neck injury problems and shoulder problems. And I asked, actually asked him the other day specifically because he's taking quinidine. What happened? He says those have gone away for the most part. And I've known him for fifteen years. Yeah. He's always been complaining about, oh, I hurt, you know. This, uh, I mean, he's not a whiner, but you know, he he feels it and you know mentions it on occasion. Said his for the most his exact words are for the most part that's gone. Now, to me, that's that's dramatic stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean
2: and and you know this is not i mean he's not going to tell me something's not true i mean this is a this is a transformation for the man yeah. and and, it's, and i and i hear this quite often mm-hmm.
1: and you don't need to be 65 or 55 years old to be taking this stuff um you know getting ahead of things earlier on is always better mm-hmm. in terms of maintaining your your, uh, physical body. Uh, and I hadn't even really thought about it, but again, I've been taking stuff for about six weeks and I started doing kettlebells again, um, about two weeks ago. And I thought, Oh, I'm going to probably have some problems. I broke my wrist about four years ago and that's taken, took a little bit to heal up. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I thought, Oh, that'll probably be sore. I haven't been sore at all. Like doing kettlebells. I should be sore. Nope. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Not, not at all. So, uh, Yeah. Pretty amazing. The, the pre uh, the way that it can help your body to be well ahead of the game, I think is Mm -hmm. kind of the way that things are trending uh, in terms of life mastery is being uh, pre-ventative about these things, as opposed to dealing with things after the injuries happen. Yeah. Much easier, isn't it? Yeah. We'll evolve there eventually. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. But when you guys say you got skin in the game, I re- again, I really appreciate that because not only have you got, you, you know, you're trying things out. When people ask me, who do I think I am to suggest what people might take, might make them feel good. I say, no one's got more skin in the game than me. No one, mm-hmm. because if I am unwell, I am going to really be unwell. You know, I mm-hmm. know what's coming down the pipe. So I, you know, I know what potentially could be coming down the pipe. And yeah. Yes. And so I've got a lot of skin in the game when I say or, you know, advise people about what they could contemplate discovering for themselves. Um, mm-hmm. Because there's a big cost to, you know, losing not just your physical mobility, your but your um, cognition, your emotional control. So yeah, that's my, would be my entire business, all my personal relationships. And I have cousins that are the same age as me that are institutionalized uh, in long-term care facilities. And they've been institutionalized for 10 years, two female wow. cousins that, yeah. And mm-hmm. they, um, one of them was a nurse. So these are not people who were not intelligent. They were born with complete intelligence, um, great health, good vitality, wonderful mm-hmm. personalities and just the progression of this disease for some people. So, uh, so like I say, that whole skin in the game, when I'm trying things out, it's because I want to really be well. And I, because I see what the consequences are. And, uh, and so I was, again, very felt like, Holy, how did this happen? that I managed to meet up with you guys, but all things in divine and right timing Mm -hmm. uh, that uh, you guys have products that are for like really good, high potency neurological products. And uh, so for people with concussions, dementia, which again is something that we see in lots of people who have neurological diseases that take them out of the game way too early. Like you should be living life, having a good time, and things should be on an even keel when you're progressing through your life. And when that doesn't Mm -hmm. happen, it absolutely robs you of any kind of normal life and your bank account gets yes. decimated very, very quickly when you've got neurological problems mm-hmm. and that you might not even identify as your neuro, your neurology. Cause you might be thinking you have a personality problem. Well, I'm just weak willed. That's why I can't do all this stuff. It's like, no, stop telling yourself that it's like your brain mm-hmm. is, your brain is malfunctioning. And so mm-hmm. I'm fairly passionate about it. Um, but because I see the consequences of, of, of not being able to uh, take care of that organ that makes all the decisions, like your mind leads your chi, your mind leaves your li- leads your life experience. Mm-hmm. And so if you're in a state of fear around having any kind of immunity issues, that creates imprints on your brain also. And you guys are doing uh, things through Community Shield that are really helping on a global level to help to bring down that fear factor by giving practical solutions and interventions uh, to not just the people in the U S and not just people in your neighborhood and community, but also on a world worldwide um, scale. And so I do want to just take a moment to acknowledge that because I think that is a huge undertaking uh, now, and it, would, it is just as easy sometimes to stay in your own bubble. I mean, why are, why are you here? Why do you feel like you need to do this work, Steve? Because mm-hmm. you could just as easily say, you know, what seems like a lot of hassle. I'm going to go chase some crocodiles or alligators today. But you didn't. You went, mm-hmm. we've got some things. So, so what is it for you guys? What is your why?
2: Well, uh, the, the, the our innate want to help other people. You know, and you know, help. And I don't want to get too ambitious with this, but you know, like, oh, I want to save the world. I mean, we all have to do a, our own little part, whatever we can, to help accomplish that 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 goal to help the world get better. Um, and and certainly the COVID pandemic focused this more specifically on that. You know, we've always had that interest. We've always had philanthropic efforts for. Gosh, me from the seventies, donating my time or money to different things that I was involved in, but that focus um, that that COVID created really was impactful to to both Chris and myself. In that, you know, we we could see the process, we could see the issue clearly, and we could see from our perspective methods by which we could help, and so you know, that put us into action, because if we can make a difference, that's what life's all about to us. If we can help anybody, that's what we want to do.
1: Love it. Let's talk about one of your old one of your old projects. We don't need yes. to go back to the 70s. But can you talk and share about your you shared before we jumped on this uh, interview about a not for profit that you were involved with? Um, that worked in the prison system. Can you talk a little bit about that?
2: Yes. So um, back in 2004, I created a a nonprofit called Dr. Prison. Um, I think the connotation is obvious. Um, And so Dr. Prison was developed as a specific focus to help people who were going into jail or prison for the very first time, and they were scared, and to give them a heads up as to what they were going to encounter and how to deal with it. And we gave them counseling sessions with real people from prisons and jails and real um, gang members. And I'm talking about the real tough guys. I mean, Mm -hmm. from the Crips to, uh, you know, people who were in for life, for murder, what they call shot callers, guys that run areas of the prison, Um, you know, uh, white supremacists. We had all of those factions helping and i should say they were white supremacists they were not are not now all these people now have turned that we used on our uh, teams back into licensed counselors and we're now helping but um you know putting people into situational scenarios so it was impactful you know i used to train horses for when my daughter was riding horses and the first thing you have to do is get that horse to pay attention to you Mm -hmm. and as soon as you get them to pay attention that's where the learning occurs and that attention is you know it can be done with animals from many perspectives it can be done from the reward side it can be done from the fear side Mm -hmm. so um, we found that um, a level of concern and fear with humans was the best method by which they would learn quickly Mm -hmm. in a situation so uh, we would have you know if we were sitting at a Mall restaurant, let's say food court, somebody they didn't know would just come up and start you know sitting down and yelling at them, or they they didn't think it was anything to do with us, and we would assess how they would react to that situation, and then they would learn from that experience, right. so I mean, what do you do when you're sitting there for lunch, and some guy comes up and says, "You give me your lunch or I'm going to knife you at three p m in the shower? Mm-hmm. What do you do? Do you just give him your lunch well The answer is no, because uh, guess what happens tomorrow? Yeah. You know, you're not going to ever get food again. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's kind of you have to kind of start a negotiation process that, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't lose uh, face, you don't lose position and power, but you don't irritate the guy so much that, you know, you do get stabbed in the shower because that's those are real, real things that really happen. So this was a whole process that we went through and then You know, understanding from our perspective, again, that if you're in prison. It's because you are addicted to something, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: you know, over 270 addictions are identified. I think that most people on the street, including me out of the, the top of their head, can name five to seven. But there are people who are I mean, almost anything you can think of, people are addicted to that in their own mind. And when that gets fed, they they take it too far. And they end up getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. And there they are. And then we expanded that from the people who are going into prison or jail to their families and their friend circles, because whether they're communicating with them when they're in prison or they're out, that whole culture surrounding that person has to change. Otherwise, when the person comes out, they're going to be back. And, and you that's know, so why we have such a high recidivism rate, because nobody takes care of the source of the problem. Right. So we kind of we we developed that into an overall what you should do and we actually appointed counselors to each prisoner who was their lifeline to humanities what we called it who were on call 24/7 and if that person needed help or had a question or anybody in the family or friend circle they could call and and have a a talk ask a question what should i do here what should i do there you know, a lot of people are very upset. It's a very emotional time through the entire process. Everyone's out of control um, of the situation. um, And that's hard for for most people to deal with. They have no control over anything. Um, But that worked out well. We dealt with therapeutic communities. We dealt with, um, you know, a lot of methods that we found that uh, recidivism was reduced by about 80%. The problem in the prisons um, worldwide, is the funding is very small for therapeutic solutions, and uh, nothing to do with the. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, you know, the therapeutics, behavioral therapeutics, and solving that. Um, you know, a prison with 4,500 people, they can afford to treat maybe one or two hundred of them. So you see, it's and that's and those hundred or two hundred that they're treating have a high level of impact, meaning the recidivism is down to about 20%, whereas the rest of the population is 80%. But getting government to focus on the real issue has always been a problem. It's very expensive in comparison. Um, So uh, that money is the issue there, but the the solutions are available and um, interesting business. But um, I set it up because I had a real interest in, in that process, because prisoners are kind of throwaway people.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, if, if you did something wrong and you're going to jail or prison, it's like, oh, well, you deserve it. Well, you know, you're, you're one of those. And um, so I went in it, into it for that and then ended up turning it over to the people who, the counselors who did have prison experience, meaning they were in jail or prison and are now licensed counselors. So they're running that whole nonprofit now. I I talk to them, you know, once a month, you know, kind of give advice, a little bit of guidance here and there, but they're, they're doing it and they should be doing it because they have the real experience and they have the education to help people much more than I.
1: Yeah, I love it. So thank you for your huge heart for humanity, Steve. I think that that's just so apparent with your you know, through all the work that you've uh, done. And thanks also to Chris Miser for bringing uh, Community Shield to the forefront. I sure hope you'll mm-hmm. come back for another interview. We're out of time for today. Um, but I'd love to talk more about, in particular, this uh, this case of the prison system, because as awareness rises about what really causes people to behave the way that they behave, more and more evidence comes out um, that it is really brain malfunction. And so yes. through generational brain malfunction, how can we fix that? How, how can we, and do we have a solution closer at hand than what we think? Uh, and I sure hope you'll come back to talk about that on another episode.
2: Would love to, and thank you for inviting me.
1: Awesome. All right, everyone, thanks for joining in today. You can find out more about Community Shield and therapeutic solutions on the masteryourlife.ca website. We invite everyone to love yourselves, love each other, Mind your minds. That's all for us. Bye for now.
0: Thank you for being a part of our program today. Master Your Life is a presentation of Leah Mattinson Enterprises, Inc. Join us next time on Master Your Life, helping you to discover the very best of you.